Good day, gentlemen. Uh, Pastor Brent here to do uh, the latest vlog of Four Men Only. And I'm responding to someone who wrote in um, with our little survey on the topics that we should do. And the question was, how do we get forgiveness from past mistakes? And so thought about it for a while. And I mean, it all depends. Um, is it your mistake? Um, are you trying to get forgiven um, from God or forgiving yourself? Or, you know, how do you treat a mistake? And so there's some things that we have to look at. Um, mistakes aren't necessarily sin. I mean, all sin is sin and sin is a mistake, but not all mistakes are sinful. And so we have to factor that into the equation. Um, we don't always need forgiveness for every mistake that we make. In fact, you know, human beings make mistakes. We, we, we're going to make mistakes. Uh, small ones, large ones, whatever. We're going we're gonna to be, we're going to make mistakes. Some of these mistakes will affect people. Some will affect yourself. Um, some will be sin. Yes. And so we've got to learn how to deal with these things. We cannot, the worst thing we can do is let things lie or neglect them or just ignore them and hope things work out or hope that they go away. You know, we shouldn't stick our head in the, you know, proverbial sand like an ostrich. Uh, oh, I don't think ostriches actually do that. But you know how it is. And we need to uh, recognize how to deal with life's difficulties. So I love the question, how do we deal with mistakes? How do we deal with past mistakes? And so I'm going to go through a couple of things here, three things actually, very quickly. Um, you couldn't, you can't do this properly in 10 or 15 minutes, but we can hit on it. And the first thing we need to understand is forgiveness from God. So 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, um, uh, let me read it here. 1 John 1, 8 says, if we say we have no sin, we're deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Great scripture. I love this scripture. This scripture is, is for believers. It's not how you get saved. We technically don't get saved by confessing our sin. We get saved by believing in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross for us. And faith causes grace to go into action and God's forgiveness comes to us. We're made righteous by grace through faith in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. And technically, we don't have to confess all our sins that we did I mean, we could never do that. We could never remember them. You know, that's not the point. That's not how you get saved. But after a person is saved, after you're a believer, there is what we call the Christian bar of soap, which is 1 John 1, 9. And this is where we admit it and quit it. We confess our sins uh, before God. We confess our mistakes. And he is quick to forgive us and cleanse us. And so it's something that we need to do. And so I'll encourage you guys that if you do make a mistake and or you do sin, you know, the idea is, you know, come to God. Don't run from God. Go to God. He is graceful and he will forgive us. And so we have to understand that. The worst thing we can do is sweep it under the rug and act like it doesn't matter. Act like it didn't happen. Try and uh, run away from it or whatever. Um, Proverbs 28, 13, I love this verse, says, The one who conceals his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them will find mercy. So the best thing we can do is to confess our sins. And if we do that, we will find mercy. To hold on to our sins and, or to be too proud to admit them, which I think 
men might have a problem with that might be one of our problems is that we we can be full of pride like you know we don't want to admit that we're wrong you know you know that we made a mistake even and so i need to ask you guys you know what are you like when you make a mistake are you a proud person do you you struggle to admit your mistakes do you you struggle to confess your sin do you struggle to admit that you're wrong i think it's one of man's greatest problems really and the cause of a lot of troubles in life in relationships and and the sense of our own well-being and peace in our hearts is that we struggle to admit that we're wrong and the easiest way to get better is to admit that you're wrong the two greatest words ever created were i'm sorry and the other three greatest words are please forgive me you know and that that's the best thing that a guy can do is just say you're sorry and admit it and so this is what we need to do so one god will forgive us confess your sins confess your faults and god will forgive you amen number 2 forgiveness from others so how do we get forgiven for past mistakes okay if we're dealing about with we're dealing with what the mistakes that we made with other people now we're into a different ball game aren't we there's different set of rules here and so if our mistakes cause injury or offense or pain to someone else the bible does tell us that if we know that we've offended somebody or hurt somebody we are to go there and make it right and i learned to do this early on in my christian walk and i'm still very sensitive to it the holy spirit has always convicted me immediately of wrongdoing whether it's in word or deed or thought um the holy spirit's always been quick to to tell me that i've done wrong and i need to repent or make it right or whatever and i appreciate that and as a pastor i can't afford to let this slide i i just can't oh nobody can but I, i know i can't and so i'm quick to go to someone and ask their forgiveness admit that i'm wrong um i've even admitted i'm wrong when i wasn't wrong um i just became you know i just took the high road and sometimes we have to take the high road this isn't always about laying blame or finding out who's wrong sometimes it's just a matter about of just forgiving and releasing and letting it go it's not about always trying to pummel the person that did wrong you know that's that's not really what we're about but we have to understand that we have to go and make peace and i think roman says you know be at peace with everybody as much as lies in you and that's might be different for every person um jesus said the one who is forgiven much loves much and so you know i take that that you know if you know how much you've been forgiven um it can be a little easier if you've been forgiven a lot it's easier to forgive a lot and yet there are people who may not understand that may not feel or know or understand how much they've been forgiven they may struggle to love much they may struggle to give forgiveness so that's up to each one of us to decide and work on and understand in my case i was forgiven much i sinned much and so i think i'm pretty good at forgiving other people's mistakes and sins because that's the kind of person i want to be so take the high road and when you go to someone to ask forgiveness this isn't a time to defend your position or justify your actions or explain your motives or whatever it's a time to be humble 
And it is humbling. There's a time to just humble yourself. I did wrong. I'm an idiot sometimes. That's okay. Just admit it and quit it and try your best not to do it again. And then we just move on. The ball is in their court now. So as long as you've gone and done what you're supposed to do, you've uh, left what you're doing, you're going to go do this, uh, talk to the person or people or whatever and make it right. You know, now it's in their court. It's their responsibility. Now it's no longer your responsibility. So you don't have to carry the weight of it anymore. This is the time to now get over that mistake. You don't have to relive it. You don't have to rethink it. You know, you've, you've, you've said sorry. You, you've, you've given it up. You've, you've admitted it. You've humbled yourself. Now it's in, their, it's in their ball court. What they do with that is their business. Um, what we can't do is misrepresent the word of God by saying scriptures like Romans 8, 1, well, there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ, and so on, after we make a mistake or after we've done something wrong. You know, if you've done something wrong, you are guilty. The whole idea of guilt is to show us that we're guilty. Nothing wrong with guilt. There is something wrong if we don't do anything about that guilt. That's when the trouble arises. So if we feel guilty, we can't suddenly spout off scriptures saying there's no condemnation in Christ. That, that's, that's not helpful. There is a time for that. After you've been absolved of your guilt, after you've made amends, after you've made restitution, after you've done everything in your power, after you've paid the price, you know, for instance, if you get a, if you get a ticket, um, I'm timing here, if you, if you get a ticket, you pay the fine, you pay the price. Someone who does really bad things like kill somebody, murder somebody, and they end up in prison, they can be forgiven by God. They could even forgive themselves for it. Um, the people that they've hurt in the family of the deceased, they could even forgive you. And we've seen that, obviously, in real life. People have done that. But it doesn't mean that you get away with it. You still have to pay the penalty. Sometimes the mistakes we make, um, there are consequences for it. And so we can't try and get away from them. Sometimes that's just the way it is. And no amount of forgiveness, restitution, or whatever can ever change that. Sometimes you just have to take your lumps and move on. And that's okay. But what, after that, then, then there's no condemnation. Now you're free. You're good. You're absolved. The last thing I want to talk about is forgiving yourself. I think this might be the hardest one to do in some ways is to forgive ourselves. If you're like me, uh, when I make mistakes, I tend to, you know, I ask God to forgive me right away. I'll ask people to forgive me. But oftentimes I'll, I'll kind of put my, a little, not a vow, I don't vow this, but I kind of like, well, I'm, I'm going to try harder. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work harder at this. I'm going to do my very best. I'm not going to let that happen again. I, I hate making mistakes and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's okay to do, as long as we don't forget the grace part. As long as we don't forget that we can't always get better by trying harder. Sometimes we just have to trust God. Sometimes we have to let the word of God change us. Sometimes we need to get prayer. Sometimes we need to get into God's presence. Sometimes we just need God's grace in our lives. And so I'm all for trying harder, but not at the expense of grace. So I want to encourage you to, yes, do all that you can to get better, but don't forget the power of God and the presence of God and the, the fact that the Holy Spirit is here to help us through these difficult things. 
Amen? And so we need to understand that. So now we can let things go. After we've made restitution, after we've been forgiven, after we've done all that we can, after we've asked God to forgive us, then we have to learn to let it go. And this might be the hardest part. I remember as a, a young believer going to Bible school um, and being feeling a sense of condemnation. I always felt sin conscious. That's the word we use as believers. I'm conscious of my wrongs. I'm so conscious of them, in fact, that I become conscious of it, that it, it, it impedes my freedom. It impedes my sense of joy. It impedes my life as far as being free in Christ. And so I remember Dr. Pierce, the Bible school uh, dean, uh, telling us to write scriptures down on a little three-by-five card, little recipe card. And, and so I wrote down 2 Corinthians 5.21, and I'll read it to you. For he who made him, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. And I remember writing that down, and I would, uh, in the evenings, I would go deliver newspapers. I had a newspaper route. I delivered about 1,100 newspapers every every week. And uh, I would walk and pray and take that little card out and look at it, you know, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. And I remember one day as I'm walking, it was about 8 o'clock at night, and I was reading the scripture, I was confessing the scripture, and all of a sudden, it just felt like the Word of God went from my head right down into my heart. And I, I suddenly felt differently. I knew that I was the righteousness of God in Christ, that my sins had been forgiven, there was no condemnation, and I was free. And it changed my life. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not conscious of sin. If I do wrong, I want to be conscious of doing wrong. I, I don't want to sweep it under the rug. I don't want to quote scriptures to try and push it away, act like it's not true. I want to deal with things the way I'm supposed to. But the, the thing is, is that I became more righteous conscious than sin conscious. And so that sense of condemnation went away. Now, one last thing I want to talk about is giving grace to people. Colossians 3.13 says, Bearing with one another, forgiving with one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave us, so you also must do. And so that's something else we need to realize is, you know, how do we, how do we view people? I'm almost done here. How do we, you know, what are we like when other people make mistakes that affect us? Are we harsh with them? Are we unforgiving? Are we, you know, do we beat on people? They made mistakes, so look at them. Or do we give grace? I'm all for giving grace. I've, tell, I've told people around here often uh, in our church here at Faith Alive that, you know, everything that we do here, um, the last thing I want is people angry, upset, mad with each other because, you know, someone's made a mistake or they've made an error or maybe they had a lapse in judgment or you know, that wasn't perfectly done or, you know, and I say, you know what? None of this is worth hurting each other over. God has forgiven us. We're Christians. We're supposed to walk in love and forgive one another. And so I want to encourage you today that, you know, uh, don't be hard on other people when they make mistakes. Give grace. Be someone who forgives. Be someone who lets go, both of your mistakes and other people's. And I guarantee you, you will have a happy free, carefree life. Your life will be a lot better as you do. So, man, I just want to encourage you today to remember that and to look after your heart, look after your mind, 
and look after what we call mistakes or sins in your life. Don't neglect them, don't sweep them under the rug, but look after them. And so I want to leave you this week with uh, maybe something you could do is kind of take inventory. Spend some time with the Lord, take some inventory and say, you know, Lord, am I, am I letting go? Am I forgiving myself? Am I forgiving others? Am I coming to you for forgiveness, Lord? And just kind of take a look at yourself. You know, spend the week and just kind of you know, get yourself fixed up in any area where you deem it necessary. And you know what? I know this will give you, a, some people have great breakthroughs. It'll change your life. And uh, God will do great things in your life. So I'm going to stop there. I just want to pray for you. Father, I pray for every man that watches this vlog or hears it, Lord. I pray that you would help them walk in forgiveness, whether it's to you or to themselves or toward others. And Father, I, I pray that you would help them overcome their mistakes, Lord. As you have already forgiven us, you've already cleared the way for us to go past our mistakes. And Father, I pray that. I pray your conviction upon them. I pray the Holy Spirit upon them. And I pray your grace upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Uh, don't forget to share these vlogs. Don't forget to invite other men to watch them. I know that they'll be a blessing to each and every one. God bless.